Hello and welcome to the Anxious to Sing podcast. I am your host, Kezia Grace, and throughout each episode, I'll be bringing you all of the vocal mindset magic that enables you to empower your mindset and truly liberate your own unique singing voice. As a vocal mindset expert and life coach for singers, I help other performers level up, have it all, and gain vocal freedom. All because I realized the one vital thing our industry seemed to be missing all came down to self-love. And freedom of the self is freedom of the voice. So whether you're a professional singer or have only just started singing, if you're looking to find true vocal freedom, overcome all obstacles, become a fearless performer, and manifest the career of your wildest dreams, then this podcast is for you. Are you anxious to sing? Then it's time to set yourself up to soar. It's so wonderful to have you here. Hello, beautiful people, beautiful singers, beautiful performers of the Anxious to Sing and Kezia Grace Coaching World. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Anxious to Sing podcast. So this episode is actually another Instagram live that I did um, quite recently all about how to how to handle challenges, how to handle challenges when they come up. And I don't just mean vocal ones or personal ones. I mean all of the above. So those times where things don't go right on stage, how do we try to process them? Those times in life where things don't go right in life, how to try and process them in the best manner, in the way that is going to serve you. But I just wanted to do a little intro first and foremost to say a little hello, hello, always, always, and mention that there is something very, very exciting coming out very, very soon. Um, in fact, by the time this episode goes out, I may have already announced it over on Instagram. Um, because I'm just that freaking excited. But this is going to be the thing that enables you to tap into your fullest potential without saying any more than that. And it's a low price investment as well. So if you're intrigued, even in the slightest, then make sure you have a cheeky look. Um, But basically what I realized is that as performers, mindset for performers should be part of college curriculums. It should be part of musical theatre course curriculums, um, any kind of singing curriculums, music degree, it should be part of that because, in fact, it should probably be part of anything and every um, area and industry. However, speaking specifically for performers, without your mindset being aligned with the success that you seek and the vocal freedom and confidence that you seek, you will not be tapping into your fullest potential. And with this sentence that I speak very, very frequently, you've probably heard me say it time and time again, and I will never stop saying it, I realise that I have the ability to create something so damn special for you all, for all performers, to be able to do exactly that. We invest in singing lessons, we invest in classes, in courses, in colleges. It's time for you to invest in your mindset. And if you have been looking for vocal confidence and trying to gain that for the longest time and still feeling as though you haven't quite mastered what it is or you don't know how to maintain your confident mindset in those times where you're starting to struggle then this is the missing piece let me freaking tell you I may have already announced it on Instagram but if not 
then keep your eyes peeled for what this is going to be because it really is going to be so special. I've wanted to create something that that includes the entire creative community and performing arts community and is something where you have the space to work on yourself but connect with each other, share your wins, gain more confidence, gain more vocal freedom through personal freedom. I keep saying that recently, vocal freedom through personally thriving. That is literally what this project that I'm creating, I'm going to announce very soon, is all about. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm currently in the middle of the ocean in New Zealand. We're going through Fjordland. So the view that I can see right now really is absolutely gorgeous. And I'm going to be doing an episode very, very soon um, on a few personal challenges around, around patience, actually, um, that I've been facing recently and around being patient with certain things. So if that resonates with you, then make sure you tune into future episodes. But for the time being, enjoy this episode all about how to handle and process challenges that come up in everyday life and or on stage in the best way that serves you. Lots of love and support. How you move through challenges matters. Now, this has come up for me as an entrepreneur before. This has come up for me as a performer before. This has come up for me personally in life before. And how you move through these occurrences in life that are not necessarily the things that you want to happen or expect to happen um, matters. Because these moments, these challenges have some of the biggest effects on your vocal mindset than anything. So learning how to approach challenges and approach those things that happen that are maybe con you considering them as things going wrong or things happening that you don't expect to happen or didn't want them to happen that way learning how to move through them is going to serve you immensely. And this is something that comes up for every single human being, whether you are a performer, an entrepreneur, or anything else. Challenges come up for every single human being because that's the way life works, right? Things don't always go according to plan. So these challenges happen. And when they come about, we tend to go through three different stages. There are three different stages that tend to happen. And I'm going to talk just briefly in regards, uh, in regards to a challenge being, okay, so you have just cracked on stage, you've been singing a song, or you've been at an audition, and it didn't go to plan, something happened, and you have to figure out how to move through it, right? So let's say you've been performing wherever you've performed and the note didn't go, or the big note or whatever it was, oh, I'm whacking the wall, um, didn't go completely according to plan. And so you have a choice now. There are three things when stuff like this happens that we go through. I'm going to talk about three of the major things that we go through. Firstly is denial. 
us human beings love denial we love placing our blame the blame on other people we love being able to view it from that light so this can look like trying to laugh it off um or act casual so for example if you've cracked on stage and secretly you're actually really embarrassed but you don't want to address the embarrassment or the feeling that the emotions that come up with that embarrassment so you try to laugh it off firstly but you know that it's super uncomfortable when you do so those of you that have done it you know exactly what I'm talking about or you just try to act casual as if absolutely nothing happened and hoping and praying and wishing that nobody says anything if that's happened for you, let me know in the comments below as you're watching this, whether you're watching live or replay, let me know. Have you experienced this level of denial before? Maybe if you're an entrepreneur, you've had somebody inquire after working with you and then after nearly getting to the end, they've decided not to. Have you experienced this in the same way? You tried to laugh it off, act like you're not bothered even though it, there's a difference between not being bothered because it's not affecting you because you know how much you're worth and not being bothered because you're resistant to feeling the discomfort of caring about it. I'm just going to take a sip of water. On cruise ships, we always have these gigantic bottles of water, so that's what I drink from. Um, so maybe you've experienced it in that way. You try to laugh it off, act casual, act as if nothing happened, act as if it's not affected you, even though that discomfort is there. And you know the difference between it coming from an uncomfortable place and it being something that's real. The second thing that happens when we're faced with such things is the panic sets in. Now this can be brought on by the lasting embarrassment feeling potentially. So if that embarrassment has been fueled by fear of other people having noticed that you cracked on stage or fear of you're not actually being good enough or actually what can initiate this panic stage as well is someone making a comment so especially for performers if you've been on stage something's happened you've walked off you try to act as if it's not happened tried to carry on through the show or whatever maybe you finished the show and then someone makes a comment to you then we kick into panic mode. We kick into that, okay, I don't know what to do. And that is when the thoughts start to spiral. So it's at that moment, and I pinpoint these two specific things because this tends to happen for most people. I know that this happens for a lot of my clients. So what we do when I work with my clients, um, especially one-to-one, -one, is we look at what's actually um, the motivation behind each stage that they are habitually processing challenges through for example but that's unique to each individual so what all humans tend to go through is that denial stage first pretending it's not happened laughing it off acting casual and then that panic stage sets in and it's when that panic stage sets in that we move on to the third thing because the third thing is your choice in that moment you have a choice you can choose either to move forward which is growth mindset or you can choose to move, but to stay stuck, which is victim mindset. You have a choice in that matter. And so many people hate hearing that. So many people hate hearing that they actually have more choices. 
than they think that they do. And I'm not talking about things that aren't within our control, but I'm talking about the way that you react to certain situations. You have a choice. I'm sorry if that's not what you want to hear, but you do have a choice. We have a choice in how we learn and develop ourselves through these situations. And you have a choice behind how you react. It doesn't mean that if you feel upset or if you feel embarrassed or whatever, that emotion is, it's not valid. If it's there, you have to recognize that it's there. Don't suppress it. However, you get to choose how you move through such an experience. So we've gone through denial, we've gone to panic, and then it's your choice. Do you want to move forward from the situation? Do you want to move forward from the performance with that growth mindset, knowing that it doesn't make any difference to your ability level or your worth as a human being? Or do you want to stay stuck in the comfort zone? Stay stuck in that comfort zone, which is basically victim mode. A lot of the time it's victim mode, depending on what it is. And I can say that, and I'm not saying that to, I'm really doing a loving kick up the ass today, aren't I? Um, but I'm not saying that to tell you off, because I used to do that all the time. There was a part in my life, there was a stage in my life where the only way I knew how to feel loved was through something happening to me that caused people to give me sympathy. And that is why I know the difference very, very firmly between sympathy and empathy and genuine sympathy and genuine empathy. Because that was how I thought I was the only way I could really receive love at some, time, at some point in my life, especially around friends and relationships. Not so much around family, but around friends and relationships. That was how I thought I had to receive love. Did I know I was doing that? Absolutely not. Because these patterns were things that I just built over time. And so there was a time, and maybe this resonates with you listening, and maybe that's why you're listening. There was a time in my life where those things would happen on stage and it would give me what we call this false reward um, of that sympathy, which made me feel cared for. It made me feel cared for and as though I had friends that really, really loved me and cared about me. Whereas they did that anyway. It was just, I didn't recognize it until I was given it in this manner because subconsciously that was the way I was perceiving love and being cared for and being supported. So that's why I wanna talk about it. Maybe you're having some of those false rewards. What false rewards are you getting right now from the things that you do on a regular basis that aren't serving you? What false rewards do you, are you actually getting from continuing to believe that you're not good enough? And I know that you're not choosing to believe that you're not good enough, but in noticing what those false rewards are, you enable yourself and your mind to then consciously notice why it's keeping you stuck there. Because until we pay attention to the reasons why our mind has subconsciously clung on to that way of perceiving and processing things, we won't be able to actually move through it. That's why I always say it, I'll say it time and time again, the first thing you have to do before you can move through anything or overcome any level of anxiety or get to that next level in your career is notice exactly where you're at. 
Notice what thoughts are still there. That means some of the ones that are still keeping you stuck. I've gone through a challenge within the business actually recently that has challenged me in this manner and I had to choose. Am I gonna let this take me back to square one or am I gonna let this propel me forward into a whole new level of being and look back on it as a time of, oh, you know what? I'm really proud of how I faced that. I'm really proud of how I processed that and how I chose to move through it. It's no lie that the majority of us only live consciously 5% of the time. Our brains are so freaking intelligent. They love to automate as many processes as possible. So up until the age of seven, you learn so much of what you then perceive as life, as yourself, as love, as relationships, as family. A lot of that all happens from the age of naught to seven. <laughs> so then I love the question, would you ask a seven-year-old to provide you with an answer to the challenges that you face as a 25-year-old, 26-year-old, however old you are? And if the answer is no, then we gotta be able to notice what's already there in order to be able to get to that third stage of denial, panic, and then consciously choose to move forward and choose the growth mindset when faced with such things. So that's where I'll leave that one. A little bit of a big one today. I hope you're enjoying these Instagram lives. I'm getting started with a new client today, which is super exciting. And we actually, actually over the next couple of days, I'm gonna be releasing um, a brand new exciting project um, that is a very, very, very low ticket price as well. So I wanted to come up with um, a lower priced investment um, for performers that want to maintain their mindset health and mental health so that you look after your entire self as a performer, not just your abilities, not just your voice technically, but also your entire self as a performer, as a human being before a performer. So that is really what this project is all about. Um, and it is lower price, like I said. So keep your eyes peeled for that because it will be announced very soon. And we'll start enrolling and then that officially kicks off in February. But if you wanna start moving through these things now, you can change so much about the way, of the way that you currently perceive things. You have that ability. You have that ability. It freaking excites me because I know it for a fact. I was in that place. I was in that place. I would wake up every single day and be like, this cannot be the way I'm meant to feel. Didn't matter what was going on around me. I just felt internally like shit. And I knew that that wasn't the way I was meant to be living my life. And like I mentioned the other day, so that one choice I made in 2019 led me to where I am now in 2023. Not easy, it's a journey. It's a process. But the more you start to notice where you currently are and what's currently happening within your 
habitual ways of processing things, the more you'll be able to change for the better. It's not about changing you. It's about releasing the limitations that learned habits have placed on you and allowing you to be your fullest, most limitless, freaking empowered self.